Welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie. Uh, this is Leslie the Freebie Guy from thefreebieguy.net and I am excited for this show today and I'm excited for this show because I'm doing an interview. This is my first interview on the show and I'm interviewing none other than Pat Flynn. Um, I got to know Pat uh, maybe a few months ago when I uh, listened to an interview that he was doing and I really like what he was doing to the point that it has inspired a lot of what I'm doing. So I'm glad to have him on the show. Pat, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. And I look forward to this chat that we're about to have. Hey, uh, yeah, th thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And I didn't, I didn't realize I was the first guest. That's really cool. Thank you for, uh, for that honor. Oh, yes. I, I'm, I'm glad to have you as the first. Um, <laughs> well, for those of the listeners that might be listening into this call and have no idea who you are, uh, can you share a little bit of your story and how you got into internet marketing? Sure, yeah. Uh, I mean, it all really started, uh, let's see, when I got laid off. But before that, I was um, going to college for architecture. I, I went to Cal, got a degree in architecture, really loved the field got a really good job up in the Bay Area and, and uh, in around the San, San Francisco area, and I really loved what I was doing. I was totally ready to pretty much devote the rest of my life to this field. Um, you know, I thought it was secure. I was getting paid well. I was traveling around the world, mm -hmm. uh, working with high end clients and stuff like that, and and things were good. Um, but then all of a sudden, uh, in two thousand eight, the economy kind of crashed, and so did my job. Uh, I, I kind of. Well, I got laid off, and that was a really tough time for me. And luckily, at the time, I had set up a blog for myself. Uh, it was just a blog that I set up pretty much just for myself and my coworkers that helped myself pass an exam that was related to my architecture uh, kind of career. It was a, an exam called the LEED exam, L-E-E-D, which stands for Leadership in Energy and Environmental Design. I'm sure most of you probably have never heard of that before. <laughs> but uh, it was an exam that... Uh, it is an exam that uh, architects and designers and builders take to help them understand how to build kind of environmentally friendly buildings and projects and stuff like that. So I, I took this test, I passed it, I had this blog basically that kept track of my notes. Uh, I found it was easier for me to keep track of my notes online on a blog. I had gotten familiar with the blogging format by just reading other blogs uh, about a lot of different things and also from blogging in college where I was just talking about what I did from day to day just so my family and friends can follow what I was doing. So that's how I knew about blogs. And I knew it was a good way to manage content. So that's why I created my blog, which you can find at greenexamacademy.com to, uh, to keep track of my notes. And, and it really helped when I was traveling because when I would uh, you know, have time to study, I can just go online instead of you know, carrying around this huge notebook full of uh, notes and my handwriting is not so good. So uh, you know, when I got laid off, I had this blog and I had been inspired by some other podcasts and other blogs that I've been listening to that dealt with internet business. And I figured, I, I said to myself, hey, why can't I do this too? You know, I, I am online with my blog and even though I haven't really created it for other people, maybe, I, maybe there's something I can do with it. So what I did was I tried to learn everything I could about uh, you know, building an online business I, from uh, totally from scratch. I didn't know anything about keyword research, Google, or uh, you know, um, any anything really. Uh, and what really, really caught me off guard was when I first put Google Analytics on my site. Mm -hmm. I learned that the first day after I put Google Analytics on my site, I saw the next day that I had thousands. I literally had thousands and thousands of people visiting my site every day, and I had no idea this was <laughs> happening. 
it really scared it, it actually scared me because uh you know i didn't know if you know i didn't know what was going on i mean i just just to, to put that little uh piece of code on my site and see that there are all these people visiting me from around the world really was just kind of incredible so i was a bit scared and i really wanted to make sure my content was good for them because people were obviously using my site uh when i enabled comments people started making comments and asking more questions questions that i knew answers to uh so then i would respond and uh, from there, you know, everything kind of just took off. I, I had learned that I could possibly monetize the site because there was traffic on it. So naturally, the first thing I did was put Google AdSense on it. And that was really cool because all I did was, you know, sign up for Google AdSense, put a little snippet of code onto my site, and bam, the next day I had, you know, one or two dollars, uh, uh, which was a lot. I mean, to me, all I did was put code on my site and then I have, you know, money it, that that is in my name, which is it was, it was just amazing to me. And that kind of started the whole, uh, the whole, the really. That's what encouraged me to keep going with the internet business. And really, it, even though it was a dollar or two, it really showed me that this was really possible. Um, so from there, I I learned a little bit more. I started you know taking courses and reading more in depth articles about internet business and what I could do to monetize even further. So what I did after that was I did private advertising on my site, which is kind of like renting space on your blog or wow. website. Uh, a little 125 by 125 pixel advertisement. I would contact companies and see if they would like to advertise on my site. And they did because I had a lot of traffic. So uh -huh. it was pretty much pretty easy to get them to say yes. So for one, two hundred, three hundred dollars a month, I would have them uh, pay me money to put a little banner ad and, and drive traffic to their site. So after about two, three months, I was making maybe uh, four to $600 a month combined with AdSense, which is very little, and then the uh, private advertising. So it's really good. I mean, uh, and, and, and just so you know, I mean, I know I said that I started monetizing and then two months later I'm making $600 a month, but I really had this blog for, gosh, about a year before I started implementing this. So I, I, it may seem like it only took two months, but it really took a year and two months to get to this point because it takes time for Google to find you, which is exactly what happened to my site and how people were finding me uh, through the keywords that they were searching for um, to get to my site. So, um, so before you kind of make this switch to put in the Google Analytics and um, those type of things, you really had no idea of how many people were visiting the site. I mean, because you you couldn't get feedback from people because of the comments, and I mean, you yeah. didn't have comments enabled. No, I I didn't really think comment having I disabled the comments because I you know I didn't. It was just for me, and and you know I didn't think my coworkers can just talk to me at work. Yeah. Uh, so that's how how I didn't know anything was going on. But what wow. was happening at the time was I was publishing content, really good quality content that was, you know, content for me. It was natural content, not uh, not specifically written for the search engines, but because it was so relevant mm -hmm. to what I was talking about, it ranked very highly in Google for a lot of different keywords. Like a lot of pages that I had written were ranking very high for search terms that people were searching for to help them pass this exam, and that's how they landed on my site. And then... Like I said, that's when I put analytics in and found out all this was happening, which was really cool. Enabled comments, started to become an authority in this uh, niche, um, started to really feel like a, t a teacher almost. Mm -hmm. um, and, and even though I, I didn't really consider myself an expert, you know, sometimes people would ask me questions and I'd still have to look up the answer. But yeah. because I was the one publishing those things, those answers and looking up those answers for them, I was seen as the expert. So that really, really helped when the next step in monetization happened, which was uh, publishing an ebook. 
Okay. Um, initially, I didn't want to. Uh, I had joined a mastermind group uh, with a bunch of people down here in San Diego, and they had kept begging me. You know that they knew my story from the beginning, and they they had begged me to write an ebook, and I didn't really want to do it because I knew it would take a long time. I was uh-huh. I was I was really scared that uh you know I, it wasn't going to sell any. But I I you know somebody told me you know what's the worst that can happen? You can spend two months writing an ebook, sell it. You know it doesn't cost that much to do, and maybe you don't sell any. Well, at least you gave it a shot. So that that's kind of what gave me the reason to just. You know, devote two months to writing an ebook, a, st- a study guide for this lead exam. Uh-huh. So I did that. I put it on my blog. I didn't re- I didn't know about launches or anything. I just put it up there, put a little banner ad on the site, uh, and and within that first month, I had earned eight thousand uh, dollars. It was seven thousand nine hundred dollars that very first month after launching that book. Wow. And yeah, that oh man, that I remember uh, just how high I jumped in the air when <laughs> all those sales were coming through. I mean, it, it was a really eye-opening experience for me, especially because I was engaged to be married and I had a family, a future family to worry about and a wife to support and I had gotten laid off so I, I had little time to figure things out and it just really, really worked out well. Um, and, and from there, I took it further. Thanks to, again to the Mastermind Group for everything, they, all the advice that they've given uh-huh. me. Uh, the next thing I did was I took my ebook. I let a professional uh, kind of uh, voice talent read the book and create an audio guide to go with it. So I sold. So at this point, I had three products: my ebook, my audio guide, and then my ebook and audio guide together. And uh, after that, you know, I was making fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a month. Wow! And I peaked in March of two thousand nine. That was my best month ever. That was a thirty thousand dollar month. Oh wow! Um, uh, and yeah, thirty thousand dollars in one month, uh, and and the thing is, half of that month was spent in Hawaii with my wife uh, on our honeymoon. Oh, that's and, not bad. Uh, no, not bad at all. <laughs> so I hardly worked at all, and I made thirty thousand dollars. And that I know that sounds kind of crazy, but it's because of the way these businesses are set up. They just again, uh, you know, these passive income streams are set up. They're set up in a way where people can go to my site, they can purchase a study guide or a practice exam or whatever. And it automatically gets delivered to their email after they make the purchase, okay. uh, and and the money goes to my bank account. So n- nowhere in that equation do I have to be there in order for that transaction to happen. So y- I can literally make money in my sleep. Uh, I can m- make money, you know, when I'm out, you know, wherever. Uh, I, sometimes I just come home from a trip to the grocery store, and then I see, you know, four or five sales come in as when I was gone. It's 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 such an amazing feeling. Uh, and we're, you know, we're, we live in an age where now this is really possible and, and you'll, you see more and more success stories of people doing this, setting up businesses for themselves that kind of work on autopilot so they can have the time to do whatever it is they need to do or they want to do. Now, let me ask one question about this audio guide that you, you had someone do. Was this just someone reading the ebook or did they set up something, did they do something that was new content? Um, it was basically reading it. Uh, however, a lot of the ebook was kind of in tables or in bullet form. Okay. So I had to actually write a script out uh, for some parts so okay. that it was uh, so that it was more cohesive when listening. Okay. So, so about I I would say about half of the actual ebook was read just as is, and then the other half was kind of revamped or or scripted out. Uh, in order to be uh, listened to correctly. Okay, so bef- before we move on to um, whatever the next phase is, uh, what do you <laughs> think were some 
uh, key things that contributed to the success of your blog and, and you being able to make that amount of money in such a short period of time after you started monetizing it? Sure. Uh, great question. I mean, uh, I already touched on one of the things, which was pretty much just providing really, really valuable content for people and having other people uh, be kind of the, the, the motive behind what I was doing with the site, not the money. And because of that, money just came in as, as a result. You know, people realized how much I was over delivering stuff for free that when I finally came out with my ebook, you know, that I, you know, a lot of people uh, had told me, Hey, Pat, your free stuff is amazing. I can't wait to get your ebook. It just, it, it has to be good um, because <laughs> my free content was, was really good. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the thing is, uh, I don't know why I'm whispering, but the the <laughs> the, the thing is about ninety percent of that ebook was the exact same material that could be found for free mm-hmm. on the site, which is a pretty crazy thing to think about. You know, why would people want to pay for something they can get for free? And that's something that scared me too. That's another reason why I was so reluctant to to write that ebook. But I did it, and I, I used pretty much the same content and it sold like hotcakes again for the reason that I just mentioned which was people found so much value in the free content I was giving away that they felt like they had to just return the favor and, you know you will find a lot of people will love you for for going over the top and providing information that when you just give when you just repackage something and make it look nice make it presentable they're going to buy it because they just feel like they owe you and they want to support what you're doing Exactly, exactly, especially, especially if it's for a good cause and if you're trying to make the internet a better place. You know, the people, there, there's a lot of friendly people out there. As much as we hear about scammers and, and, and people who just take things for free and don't give back, you know, there's a lot of really nice people online. I mean, they've been supporting me and my family for over two years now, uh, and, and it's amazing. So that's the, the, those are a couple things that, that really contributed to it. Uh, another thing... Uh, that I believe contributed to it was I got involved with a lot of different forums out there. I, I went into different forums that talked about the lead exam and I basically just was there to answer questions. And I didn't I didn't pitch my site, I didn't pitch my ebook or anything, but I did have my ebook or my website in the signature of my uh of my, you know, uh posts. And, you know, I got a lot of traffic that way too. And people just uh, you know, again saw the, how much I was delivering for free and they were just really happy to spread that word uh, around to their colleagues and friends and other people on the forum like sometimes I would just go on the forum and see there was a whole thread about my site um, uh, and how helpful it was you know I didn't even ask that uh, those people to to do that they just did it because they felt like they had to do something to give back Um, so again it's really all about providing extreme value going over the top giving away as much as you can for free. I mean, my business philosophy is that the more you give away for free, the just the more quality, valuable content you give away, the more you'll get back in return. That's been my business philosophy for all the businesses I've been doing, maybe with the exception of iPhone apps, which mm-hmm. uh, maybe we can get into later. But, uh, you know, with, with the Smart Passive Income blog, which is where most people know me from, uh, it's, it's, it's the exact same thing. I'm following the exact same model, and things are taking off the exact same way. And I'm, I'm so glad to hear you mentioned that. And I follow your, your blog and the URL for anybody that's listening is smartpassiveincome.com. And I've been looking at a lot of what you're doing. And I, I keep seeing this theme of provide value for free 
and it's going to come back to you. And and that's something that I've been trying to emphasize on my blog and in mm -hmm. my podcast because, I mean, it's it's really – you have a lot of people that go out there and their main goal is to just make money and make money and make money. And if, right. if that's your main goal, then in many cases you end up doing some shady stuff in order to make – make that money but exactly. but there's something that you said that i think was really key if you're trying to make the internet a better place and you're contributing value that value in some way will come back to you and i i really love that um that's a, a big theme of what you do online yeah i mean i i don't, I don't want to take credit for that saying make the internet a better place i mean i i learned that from nicole dean uh, who was a guest on my own podcast, and and she kind of some that, that's a, just a very nice way to sum up how you should really do business. And uh, you know, there you can make money doing other things, not making the internet a better place. There's there's people that make a living do that, but how can how do they sleep at night? You know, I go to sleep at night very comfortable, very happy with what I've done, what I've published, and and knowing that it's helped other people. Um, uh, and, and also I know I'm building long lasting relationships here, you know, for, for those people who do scammy things, you know, they might get a book sale here or whatever here, uh, make money that way. But are those people going to keep coming back to them for more, uh, and, and practically beg for more information and beg for some way to repay? No, uh, it's, it's not going to happen. Yeah, and and that's that's awesome. I'm I'm glad you I'm glad we're starting the interview talking about that that type mm -hmm. of a philosophy. Um so okay, you did your green exam blog and since then you've you've gone on to a whole bunch of stuff it seems. <laughs> oh um, yeah. <laughs> what what was the progression after that? Uh well, once things started to really take off with Green Exam Academy, I was just, it, 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 again, it really blew my mind. And I still have to pinch myself sometimes because it, I can't believe I'm here and uh, it, it's it's pretty crazy. But what I did was I started a blog at smartpassiveincome.com to hopefully, well, my mission with it was just to show people exactly what I was doing, how I was doing it, be totally transparent and honest with how I was doing business, to show people that it is possible to make money online in a non-scammy, totally professional way, uh, in a way that where when you help people, you get paid back, um, kind of like what we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I've, I've, the Smart Passive Income blog has gone through a lot of different changes and progressions and, and, and a lot of different topics because I am working on a lot of different uh, things at the same time. Basically, it's all about diversifying. I mean, I know that the lead exam probably won't be around forever. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm working on other passive income streams. I'm experimenting with other passive income streams to see exactly how much, uh, you know, uh, how much I could help other people, how much money I could make as a result of that in all different types of ways. And, uh, you know, it, it's just diversifying that portfolio. It's just like the stock market. You don't want to put all your eggs into one basket. You want to kind of spread it out a little bit. So in case the lead exam does go away, I'm still able to make a living uh, and it's just because that's just one part of the entire puzzle or empire. And, uh, you know, the, from the, the blog, uh, it, it was a slow start mm -hmm. uh, as it is with any blog. Um, but because I had just been giving away that valuable content, sharing case studies and experiments down to the, you know, down to the scent about what was going on in my business, you know, people started noticing uh, from there, I, I started doing videos on YouTube, and things started to take off on there. I have a YouTube channel that has, I think, oh gosh, uh, like uh, 300,000, 400,000 views right now. Oh, and wow. I, I have a podcast as well. Um, 
which I touched on earlier, and that's going extremely well. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're doing a podcast too, and it, it's just a, uh, amazing how many people have found me through iTunes. I never knew that was possible, but when I go back and think about where I started, mm-hmm. I was listening to podcasts on iTunes, and that's what got me inspired to do this business. So uh, I'm really glad I can kind of give back to the podcasting community in my own way with my own brand. Um, and that podcast has like three, or not three hundred thousand, three uh, three thousand subscribers right now. It's growing every day. It's had over, I think, four hundred thousand downloads as well. Um, and uh, I I have a lot more projects in line now to help as many people as I can in all different ways. Um, I've experimented with other things that I talk about on, on that blog, such as iPhone applications. Mm-hmm. I've experimented with that to see how good that kind of uh, market is as far as passive income is concerned. I've gone into niche sites. I've done article writing for uh, revenue sharing websites um, back when eHow, uh, you could still do that on eHow.com now for infobarrel.com. Also, um, I'm getting into some WordPress plugin development, some possible membership websites. Uh, I don't. Did I mention niche sites? I, I yeah, you did mention okay. that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of things. Like I hardly, I have to like look at my spreadsheet to see exactly what, <laughs> exactly uh, everything I'm doing. And um, it may seem like it's a lot, and it may seem like I work 12, 16 hour days because of that. But honestly, I, I only work four hours a day, and that's because that's all I have. Uh, I have a little a little one year old boy here who I love to death, who I spend all my time with as much time as possible. Uh, and then he's basically my motivation for everything I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to make sure his future is is good, and uh, that's that's why I'm here doing what I'm doing today. And so, uh, yeah, like I said, he take. I mean, he's uh, he's my first kid, and and uh, he's really really fun, but he takes up a lot of time, and he needs a lot <laughs> of attention. So I I really do only have four hours to work. So I've learned to kind of uh, you know be very productive, stay away from distractions, and be very focused, and really get things done. Um, within those four hours, which has really helped, and I have also because most of these things are passive income, uh, you know, they're basically I basically spend time setting them up and then leaving them on autopilot and then working on something else. I might occasionally go back to them to uh, test or optimize or tweak things, but generally, once they're set up, I can let it be. Uh, for example, my Green Exam Academy website, which still brings in, uh, you know, five to six thousand dollars a month. Um, I, I literally only spend maybe 30 minutes to an hour a month on that site. Wow, that's awesome. So since you spoke about you know the fact that you only have four hours in a day, I mean, I'm looking at your, your website and I'm looking at your, at your um, January earnings report and mm-hmm. I'm seeing things like the Green Exam Academy, Security Guard Training, HQ.com, Google AdSense, eHow Earnings, Affiliate Earnings, and under the Affiliate Earnings, there are a whole bunch of affiliate programs listed there, iPhone applications, niche site coaching course. How do you manage your time to be able to fit all the things that you are currently doing into that four hours? What what type of tips can you give to the listeners that might be struggling because maybe they have a full-time job and they mm-hmm. only have four hours to spend in the day to build their online business? What, what, what tips can you give us? Well, first and foremost, I would just make sure really that you set aside four hours because we could, we could say that we uh, set aside four hours or one hour or two hours to do our, our business, but 
you know, we really have to set up the environment so that we can actually do that much work because, uh, and what it really I'm talking about is just getting rid of all the distractions. Um, I make sure that when I work that I turn off my email. I turn off Facebook, turn off Twitter, mm-hmm. shut the door in my office. I mean, that's one thing that's actually really helped a lot was actually finally getting my own home office where I can really concentrate. Um, and, you know, I used to work uh, in an apartment where there was the TV in the living room was just right there and the refrigerator was right there next to my desk. It was really easy just to, uh, you know, flip on the football game or uh, go to the uh, fridge to get a juice box or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, you know, I'm really focused and I know that because I only have a certain amount of time uh, every day to work, I really make sure I, uh, bef- before I get into those hours that I know exactly what I'm going to be working on. And also, uh, you know, like I said, getting rid of the distractions. So when I talk about knowing what exactly I'm going to be working on, basically everything I do is, is based on the different projects that I'm working on. So a project, for example, may be a niche site that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll just call it niche site A. And then we'll have, uh, you know, another project that I might be doing is iPhone app A. So basically, each of those projects, they have a number of things you have to do before they get finished. You know, from start to finish, there's a procedure list about what exactly you have to do. For, I know, uh, and you learn this as you go along, but um, this is what's really helped me streamline these processes is uh, get so much done at the same time. So for instance, uh, with iPhone apps, I know that at the start, I'm going to have to first mind map the idea out, wireframe it, which means going into Photoshop or, or sketching it out on paper to show uh, exactly what it does, what buttons go where, and then sending it off to the developer with a uh, description because I don't develop the iPhone apps. We send them out. Uh, we outsource those so that you know all we have to do is come up with the ideas. They build the app. Um, so... Within the so, so those are three things that happen before I give it to the developer. And what happens at that time, as I know that that's a stopping point, meaning I wait, I'm waiting on someone else to come back to me before I can proceed with that procedure list. At that time, I know that I have time to do something else. For instance, work on niche site A. Now, I know that niche site A has a, lo- uh, a number of steps to do, like um, keyword research, um, if I hadn't done that already, getting the domain name, putting up the website, writing content. Uh, and and building backlinks, for example. Okay. Once I get to that point, after I've built backlinks, I know that that's a stopping point, and I'm basically waiting for Google to rank me so I can figure out what to do next. Uh, so when I'm at a stopping point with one, I might work on another one until I get to another stopping point. Then I, either I'll create a new project or go back to old projects where stopping points have come back to me. For instance, the iPhone app guy may have given me the first uh, kind of beta version of the application, and then I know to test it out, leave comments, and give it back to him, which is another stopping point, which I can go back to creating another niche site. So basically, I have every project that I work on, and I talked about this in my podcast episode. I think it was number 13. Every project that I work on has its own physical folder. I, mean, I You can do a folder on a computer if you want, but I have a physical f- folder. I don't know if you can hear it. Yes, uh, I can hear it. I'm waving. <laughs> I'm waving one right now. I can. Uh, I can that, imagine the folder that you're waving. <laughs> it's it's pink and it has flowers around it or something. I mean, it's, it's purple. It's purple and has rainbows. But hey, close uh, enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, each project I do, whether it's an iPhone app, an individual iPhone app, individual niche site, or whatever, has its own individual folder. And in that folder, there's a checklist, which is the procedure list. Uh, and so that helps me know how far I'm along with each of those uh, pro- different projects because I check things off as I go. 
Um, and, and that helps with motivation and keeps me going because as I, you know, check things off, I can see I'm getting closer and closer to that last step, which is, uh, you know, done or whatever. Uh, and, uh, and that, that's how I get so many things done, uh, at the, at the, the same time. I mean, there is a little bit of dancing involved, I mean, and balancing because uh-huh. it's a lot to, to take in, but this is the system that I'm using. Um, it may or may not be good for you. And we, we all have to just realize what's good for us. And that only comes from experimenting. You know, a lot of people are good just putting things down in a calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I need the procedure list, uh, the step-by-step procedure list um, to help me keep track of myself. I'm not that good where I can just put it in a calendar. Um, and, and uh, yeah, that, that, that's kind of my secret. I mean, I, anyone else out there is happy to, to try that uh, if you'd like. Obviously, you'd have to figure out what those procedures are beforehand, which can be tough the first time through. Yeah. But anything is tough the first time you do it. And you know when you do something for the second time, it's so much easier. Um, so if you're going through something for the first time, make sure to write those steps down, uh, just so you can always quickly go back to them. Okay. And when you set that four hours apart, do you do that for four hours straight or do you take a break in between? Uh, it depends. Every day is okay. different. Okay. And at the, it's, 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 there's a lot of flexibility involved. Uh, I mean, it, it would be straight through or maybe two hours in the 15 minute break and then two hours if I didn't have a kid. But if I didn't have a kid, it'd probably be even more hours during the day that I'd be working again, just on new projects to di- further diversify my portfolio. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it varies because sometimes I'll be working for, you know, I'll get started on work and 30 minutes later, you know, uh, Kaoni, uh, my son, will wake up from a nap or something and I'll have to attend to him really quick because my wife's at the grocery store or something like that. I mean, it, it changes every day. You kind of have to roll with the punches and, and it, it can be very difficult. You know, I find sometimes I am in a really focused mode and, and I am distracted. And, and, and part of uh, this process is learning how to get back on track. Um, and, and, uh, that, again, that just comes with, uh, with experience. Cause I know a lot of times when people are interrupted, it's hard for them to get back to what they were doing. So, um, you know, for usually for me, what works is just a drink of water and maybe, uh, looking at some of the quotes on my, I have a cork board on here that has some, uh, motivational quotes that just kind of, uh, get me back into the right mindset. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. I'm sure uh, the listeners got some value from that. I know I sure did. So um, thanks for that. I want to kind of change gears because at the end of this interview, I want the listeners to be able to um, walk away and implement some of the, the, take some action on what they're hearing in this podcast. Um, But before we do that, uh, your blog is Smart Passive Income. And I I read about I read on your blog and you are always emphasizing the word passive and even in your podcast you emphasize the word passive a lot. Um can you define what you mean by passive income? Sure. Uh great question because I know there's a lot of different definitions out there. So, uh my definition is really the ability to earn money without having to trade your time for dollars. Okay. You know, I don't have to put in more work in order to earn more money or you know if you're working a nine-to-five job you get paid the amount you work mm-hmm. if you stop working you stop getting paid um, for the most part I mean you there's sick hours and vacation time and stuff like that but for the most part if you stop working you know you stop getting paid and at the same time you know uh, if you work uh, if you work more you know some if, if you work you know 300% harder you might not get paid 300% more. Yeah. Uh, if that makes sense. I mean, uh, there could be, you could have an engineer and it's, he's the best engineer 
and there's a, another engineer on the same level as him that's just not so good. They're getting paid the same, mm-hmm. no matter you know the no matter how much uh, work they do. I mean, obviously there should be a manager there to, to kind of uh, see what works they're doing and then and kind of uh, allocate them to where they should be and get uh, have them get paid for how much they should be worth. But that's 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 difficult. That's management. That's that's nine to five. That's a whole other uh, topic. Uh, but with passive income, you can, you know, and this is my tagline in my podcast is work, ha- work hard now so you can reap the benefits later. And what it's about is working hard now, working on projects, uh, setting up businesses that run on auto- autopilot for the most part so that you can walk away from them, but they'll continually be there to make money. I mean, once you set up a, a website, it's up there mm-hmm. and people at 1 a.m. or 1 p.m. can visit it. Uh, people from the United States or from Australia or from anywhere in the world can visit it. And it's open 365 days, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And, uh, you know, like I said, you don't have to be there in order for your business to continue running or for yourself to have to you, – you don't have to be there in order for money to be made all the time. Okay, good. Now, as uh, someone that's – just getting into internet marketing and they see what you're doing and they want to make some money online what what would what would you say is the best way for them to get started earning that passive income well there's there's i mean i'm like i said i'm involved in so many things so i can i can it, it really depends on what you want to do i mean there's a lot of different paths you can take usually actually this, i'm this i'm different than most people when i tell people what they should be doing i mean i don't want to tell people you should be doing this yeah because really you have to make that decision for yourself but i do actually recommend you know article writing uh for sites like info because okay. what happens is you get uh info is an existing website so you don't have to go through the process the painstaking process of building a website and setting things up before you can even start to write content you get to learn how to write for the internet and you get to learn a little bit about how money flows online you're not going to be a millionaire if you when you write for these sites but you will get started and eventually learn how keyword research works how uh how um google you know defines what makes a high ranking page uh, how to write content that other people like to write, how Google AdSense works, um, how to optimize uh, you know, your keywords and, and those types of things. So, I mean, it's a really quick and easy way to uh, you know, force yourself to learn how to do things without going through the process of you know, doing everything totally from scratch. And, and what's nice about InfoBarrow is there's a nice community on there that's willing to help as well. So automatically you have a mastermind group that's there to help you. And you can see results a lot faster than with any other type of income stream, albeit a very little amount will trickle in. Um, uh, but, you know, just, I mean, I remember, like I said, when I had my earned my first dollar or two with Google AdSense, it was a big deal for me. It kind of changed my view on everything, made me want to go even further. So that's why I always recommend going with, some type of article writing first, just so you can see those numbers come in, see the see people visiting your your pages that you've written, see your pages ranking higher in Google, and and understand how that works. Now, from there, I usually recommend okay, if 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 you're down with that, cool. Uh, maybe you can maybe if you want to try something a little bit more lucrative up front because you have something uh, that you need to pay for or whatever. Um, you know, and, and again, we, we talked about this, that really it shouldn't be about the money. Yeah. It should be about helping people first. So really whatever you do, it should be about helping people. Just keep that in the back of your mind. 
But affiliate marketing is a good way to to, to start to make money. Now, Fair, be, be, oh, bef- before we go on to the affiliate marketing, in terms of InfoBarrel, how exactly does that work? In terms, of, I've I've never I've heard of InfoBarrel before, but I don't know about it. How mm-hmm. how do you get paid from writing articles on InfoBarrel? Okay, well. When you write articles on InfoBarrel, you basically get paid through Google AdSense. You have to sign up for an AdSense account first. Okay. And what happens is then you put your kind of uh, AdSense ID into InfoBarrel, and it links the ads that show up on the uh, the articles that you write, oh. so that when people click on those ads, you get uh, credit. For, you get uh, you know uh, a payment for that. I see. Um, and it, it's it's really easy. You just sign up for InfoBarrel, and uh, immediately you can you know do put a, upload a picture profile, put a little bit about yourself, and you can write your first article right away. There's actually a lot of good resources within InfoBarrel about keyword research because what you want to do is you want to find you know you don't just want to write off the top of your head. You want to f- write for terms that people are searching for in Google because that's how people are going to find you. And then when people find you, that's when they get onto your article. On InfoBarrel, and then they have the potential to click on those ads, which is exactly how you make money. Uh, you, uh, there's other monetization strategies with InfoBarrel. I mean, you can also add a, a Chiquita account or an Amazon okay. aff- affiliate account. I mean, they, they have a number of different ways you can earn money off of InfoBarrel. But basically, it's all about publishing an article that people uh, are searching for. Um, and I won't get into the to the uh, kind of processes with keyword research uh, yeah. at the moment, but. Um, you find a good keyword, you write an article about it, and you post it on there. You kind of um, bookmark it and, and do a little bit of backlinking strategies for it. You know, publish it on your Facebook account and just get people to see it. And people will come to come to that page, click on the ads, and you, you make money that way. Okay, makes sense. So okay. you can continue with what you were saying now about the affiliate marketing? Okay, yeah, that affiliate marketing would be my next recommendation as far as kind of uh, if you're just starting out, um, and the reason is, is because you can make a fairly good amount of money with relatively little amount of work. I don't want. I, I'm trying to be careful when I say that because there is a lot of work involved. But um, it's, it's like creating a, a niche site. So basically, the same thing with InfoBarrel, and this is again why I recommend InfoBarrel first because it's kind of teaching you what you need to know in order to do the rest of this stuff. Uh, it's a great place to start. But basically what you need to do is you find a keyword. Again, keyword research is super important. Use a tool like Market Samurai if you have the resources for that. If not, you can use Google Keyword AdWords tool to help you find highly searched for terms. So a good keyword is a, t- a term that is highly searched for and also has a relatively low amount of competition. By competition, I mean it's, it's relatively easy to get on the first page of Google, you know, the top 10 spots. And what makes that easy, what makes the competition not so strong is that the page rank of those top 10 sites aren't very high. Um, you know, they're, they're, uh, the number of backlinks going to that those sites aren't very high either because backlinks are what drive the, uh, it, it's pr- the primary factor in Google rankings. So uh, mm-hmm. there's a little, little bit of keyword research um, info for you there. Okay. Uh, but find a keyword, build a site around it, put that uh, keyword in your URL, um, an exact match uh, phrase domain would be best. Uh, so, you know, so for example, if you're doing a website and the keyword that you're targeting is um, cooking in the kitchen, for example, you, sure. you're saying to, to make it something like cookinginthekitchen.com. Yes, .com is best, .net and .org are next. 
I wouldn't go with any of the other ones, .me, .cc, .co. I wouldn't do any of that. I would then move, if, if those other ones are taken, which they are most likely taken, I would go with cooking in the kitchen, uh, you.com, you know, just adding one letter in there. Yeah. Or I cooking in the kitchen or you cooking in the kitchen, something like that. Because the more letters there are in the domain, the less keyword dense that domain is. And that has a little, that has a little factor uh, in uh, Google rankings as well. Okay, so step one, do the research, the keyword research. Step two, um, get the domain name. Get the domain name, yeah. So uh, going through, you know, uh, HostGator or whatever, Bluehost, whatever you want to use. Um, and from there, I actually recommend uploading WordPress. So it, actually a blogging platform to host your site. And, uh, you know, it, it may or may not become a blog. Because, uh, you know, a blog is just kind of a web, oh, it's short for web log. Mm -hmm. um, it could be a static site, maybe not. But WordPress is the easiest way to customize. And there's a lot of free uh, plugins and themes that can really make your site look very professional uh, with little cost. So step three is uh, install WordPress. Step four is to design the, uh, the blog. Maybe pick a theme that you like. Maybe you can go to uh, Woo Themes or find a thesis theme or a genesis theme that you like. Um, um, those are all custom themes. Uh, um, and then from there, you, you just basically add content. So you would write about your keyword, whatever it is, cooking in the kitchen. You would write several articles about it, post one every single day for maybe uh, a week or two. And then what that does is it gets Google to know about your website. It gets them to index it, to understand it, to know that you're there talking about the subject. And it, you're going to begin to see you climb the rankings in Google. Now, from there, what you have to do is you have to worry about the backlinks coming to your page. So a backlink is a link from another site pointing back to your own page. So there are things you could do to create more backlinks to your site. And again, like I was talking about earlier, uh, backlinks are what drive the rankings of Google. And, and what makes a good backlink is you know the uh, is it's coming from a high quality site. So the easiest way to do get backlinks to your niche site uh, for cooking in the kitchen would be to go to sites like easynarticles.com and writing an article about cooking in the kitchen and making sure to create a backlink in that article, pointing back to your site. There's also goarticles.com, article dashboard, Buzzle, iSnare. There's a whole list of them. I'm sure you can find them elsewhere. Uh, I won't go through all of them now, but mm -hmm. basically writing those articles puts a backlink on a high authority site uh, pointing back to your page so it's going to help you rank higher in Google. Um, there's other things you could do like guest posting on other sites, um, uh, social bookmarking. Uh, and the, the, there's a lot of different ways to, to, to get backlinks. I mean, um, even, even um, uh, getting traffic through places like Twitter or Facebook too. I mean, uh -huh. social media is, is huge now. Um, and then basically what happens is, is, again, your goal is to get on the first page of Google because that's where the traffic is. You know, uh -huh. how, many, how many times do you go on the second, third, fourth pages of Google searches to, to click on information? You know, all the traffic's on the first page. Try to get to number one if you can. Again, just by working hard, creating those backlinks, writing more content. And what happens is when uh, you start to see traffic, you know, you'll either want to uh, promote someone else's product. That's what affiliate marketing is, is you, prom you sell a product that is not yours. Uh, which is nice because you don't have to spend time creating that product and you get a commission as a result. And the commission varies depending on the product. Uh, or you can create your own product too, uh, which then it wouldn't be affiliate marketing, but it's actually you're making your own product and you have a business online. Which, which, And then you can mix those two up. You could do 
affiliate marketing and promote your own products on that site. Or you mm-hmm. could do, uh, you can add AdSense on that site to earn uh, advertising dollars on it too. Uh, or you could put Amazon products on that site and earn commission from Amazon. Um, there, there's a lot of things you could do, but I mean, uh, as you can see, there's a lot of steps involved, but, uh, that, that is a fairly quick and easy way to, uh, start to get traffic on a site and, and begin to make money from it. I, I, you know, the, the things that I'm doing, like with smartpassiveincome.com, that those are very long term processes, things like, you know, creating a blog and, writing every single week, you know, I write three times a week, providing high value content, connecting, networking with other bloggers, doing a podcast, YouTube videos, uh, you know, a, a huge Facebook page and, and just really a whole brand. A niche site really isn't a brand, although it could be, um, but uh, the, the whole branding thing, creating a brand, becoming a huge authority online, that's just, that's just more, uh, it's, it's bigger there's a bigger rewards, but it does take a little bit longer and it's a little bit harder to implement. Well, I'm, it's kind of exciting for me to hear the process that you're talking about because I have a, a free seven-day course that, um, at the sevendaybootcamp.net where I walk people through the steps that I recommend um, for them to get started online. And pretty much everything that you just said is just a validation of everything that I've been teaching in the bootcamp. So it's, it's, it's good Sweet. to see that... <laughs> It, it's a similar model. And, you know, you see a lot of people online that are promoting a whole bunch of different ways to make money. But in my opinion, that is one of the, the the way you just described is one of the best ways to get started, the easiest ways to get started, which doesn't mean it's not going to be a lot of work. Um, but if you put in those steps, if you implement those steps and you take action and you and you focus on contributing value, uh, there's so much that you can accomplish with that. So it, it's great to hear you um, go through those steps. It's funny because I I, sp- I speak about Market Samurai, then I talk about getting your domain name and then hosting and then your mm-hmm. WordPress and WordPress theme. And I talk about getting one from Woo Themes because it's one that I recommend. And I mean, just a, a bunch of similar steps. So that's awesome to see you sharing the same content. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Well, you know, it's it's been about 45 minutes, so I want to kind of wrap it up. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add um, for those that are listening? Yeah, I mean, one thing that, I've, uh, that I'd like to share uh, that has been kind of on my mind lately um, because I haven't been doing such a good job is really make sure uh, you are working towards something, not just working on something. I mean, uh, my one of my favorite quotes that I don't know if I can take credit for it, but I like to say this, it's, there's a major difference between working on something and working towards something. And that means mm-hmm. you can still work and feel like you're getting stuff done. But, uh, you know, a lot of times, uh, at least for me lately, um, this past month, I've been finding that I've been doing I've, I've been doing work, but it's not really work that matters or mm-hmm. work that's not going to really take me to the next level. It's kind of just I, 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 I might be kind of subconsciously trying to procrastinate by filling my time with things that, uh, you know, with with remedial tasks that, um, you know, may or may not need to get done and try and kind of avoiding kind of those big, bold actions that are necessary to make things happen. I mean, I, 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 I was doing a lot of uh, answering emails and, and I was doing keyword research like crazy last month. 
and, and although that stuff is helpful and does add value to my business and, and, and uh, help a little bit, you know, there's a lot of things on my plate that I needed to do that I was kind of just avoiding by filling in that time with stuff that I thought was worthwhile to but was not comparable. So really make sure you work towards something, realize what your goals are and do big actions that will get you there. Don't just work for work's sake. Uh, and and um, you might have to remind yourself of that sometimes. I, I know I do now. That That's an awesome note to end in. Uh, end on. That's re- that's, it's good to know that you suffer with the same things that I do <laughs> once oh, in yeah. a while. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just, a, I'm, I'm just a regular person just like you guys. You know, I'm... Uh, I struggle in my business too. I mean, I, I, I work hard to get out of those struggles and I yeah. have to, to check myself sometimes. Um, and I'm lucky to have a good uh, number of friends online and mastermind groups that I'm in to help me as well. Uh, so that's another tip is if, if you can surround yourself with people uh, like Leslie who have, who have great karma and, and just motivation, you, you know, you're going to, you're going to feed off of that and do better uh, with your business too. So, um, Keep listening to his podcast. It's great. And uh, um, yeah, I mean, uh, again, thanks for having me on today. Hey, thank you so much. I, I know that the listeners got a massive amount of value because I know that I got a massive amount of value. And it's been great to kind of listen to your story and get your perspective on what it takes to be successful online. So thanks for joining me. And um, for anyone that want, wants to find out a little more about Pat and what he's doing online, you can check him out at smartpassiveincome.com. He also has an ebook that he's written on how to uh, make a, a better ebook or something of that sort. What's the URL to get to that ebook? Uh, you can go to ebooksthesmartway.com. It, there's there's a link on the side of my uh, blog or the side of my blog at smartpassiveincome.com too. But that'll take you to a direct uh, page where you can read more about that book. It's a book about how to create publish, automate, and sell a killer ebook, which is, again, if you remember, that's exactly how I started online uh, back with my Green Exam Academy site. So I show you how to really, really take your idea, put it into an ebook, and really make it beautiful and sell it and automate it, um, everything from shopping cart to you know what to put in it. So check it out. All right, and I'll make sure to put a link to that in the show notes. It's a 100% free resource, resource, and in true Pat style, it's good content and free. So <laughs> make sure to check it out, guys. I know you'll find a lot of value in it. Um, so once again, Pat, thanks for joining me on this call. Thank you. Well, there you have it, the interview with Pat Flynn. I hope you got a lot of value from that interview. If you want to find out any more about Pat, you can check him out at his blog where he shares a lot of free resources and gives a lot of information on how you can grow your online business. And he shows you what he is doing. And I highly recommend for you to check it out. It's smartpassiveincome.com. And of course, I highly recommend his free ebook ebooksthesmartway.com where he teaches you how to set up an ebook and all of the things that are involved in that process so that you can accomplish some of the things that he has accomplished. As usual, I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Learning with Leslie. This is Leslie, the freebie guy from thefreebieguy.net. Please provide me with your feedback, your comments, your questions, uh, things that you would like to see on this podcast. You can leave a comment on the blog or you can call the hotline at 888 835
5-2-4-1-4. And leave your comments and questions there. Once again, thank you for joining me, and I'll see you in the next episode. 